Team, 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 team. Here we go. Tuesday, we are in the final Tuesday of January. We have started the first 30 days of this new year, and we've been smashing it, actually. Um, I've been really, really enjoying listening, uh, rather watching and reading everybody's feedback forms and watching everybody's progress so far. It's been absolutely phenomenal to see. Everybody has been winning, and that is awesome. Uh, last week's uh, feedback forms were absolutely phenomenal. Really, really great to read. It's brilliant to see so many people in the green. And if they're in the amber, they know exactly what they need to do in order to get to the green. Uh, and that is where our hyper support comes in, because that's what we are going to be cultivating and building on to make this community a community of unstoppable people. And this is absolutely phenomenal. So really, really good to see. We've got some real, real celebrations. And I'm going to put a separate post together, actually, um, of where everyone's at, what's going on with everybody. and the wins that we've been having because it's absolutely awesome now a couple of housekeeping points what you're going to have on friday is a slightly different check-in form and that is simply going to be or rather feedback form and that is simply going to be your monthly feedback form so give me a feel for the how the entire month has been the last 30 days since we started doing our uh, main 90-day strategy because i want to see where that's going so we're looking at the micro each week, which is your weekly feedback. And then we're going to be looking at the macro, which is our monthly feedback, to really get a feel for how you are progressing on a bigger picture. Some larger questions, some deeper questions. It might take a little bit longer to fill in, maybe about 10 minutes. But this is going to be really, really worth um, how wrong. This is going to be really, really worth seeing how you're progressing over this uh, over this time. So I've just been really distracted by a note that's just come up from Zoom. Go away, Zoom. Why did they do that? So what we're going to be doing today is I'm going to dive into these questions first. What have we got? So a couple of people now have been talking about running zones. Now, I put a reel out maybe last week about different zones to run in i think it was the week before actually and running in zone two and recovery in zone one that sort of thing and what what these zones mean not in any huge depth and that's definitely some future content and something i'm going to be i'm putting together this weekend for the adventure coach and to go into base camp but rather some of these questions are how do i know i'm in zone two and actually there are two ways to know you can either track your heart rate through one of these and it'll beep at you when you go over zone two or you'll be able to see or you could just go off breathing rate, because this is also how we decide whether we run uphill or whether we walk uphill. Because if our breathing rate is such that actually it's relatively manageable, you know, it might be labored, but it is still manageable, then we're likely to be in zone two, pushing zone three. You can still breathe, obviously, in zone three, but when we're in zone two, it's easy, right? We can breathe in through the nose, out through the mouth, it's easy. Whether, you're breathe, whether you've got a bit of a blocked nose and you're breathing both in through the nose and mouth at the same time, again, it is an easy pace. It's the sort of pace where I can run and I can talk at the same time. You know, it's being able to do the million miles an hour Ben Turner speech while running. If you're doing that, then you are in zone two. If you cannot do that, this is where we need to build something called aerobic capacity because your aerobic capacity is your ability to be able to go for a prolonged period of time at an easy pace. If you're finding that you're going out running and you're absolutely hooped, even though you feel like you're going slow, you have a very low aerobic capacity. The beauty of that is you just need to continue doing that low level activity day in, day out until that builds up. Much like strength, if we go and do a squat and we can't do a very good squat or a very heavy squat, then we need to build up the weight gradually in order to be able to lift heavy things. 
Exactly the same with building aerobic capacity. We need to be able to build that up and have a solid base of training. And zone two is where you're going to do the majority of your base training. Now, in some schools, you'll have the 80-20 rule, which is the Pareto principle of 80% uh, low intensity, zone two, and then 20% higher intensity. That does work. You can change those percentages back uh, about a wee bit. I guess it really depends on what your goal is. If your goal is to run a really long way, like Tony, for example, or Claire, then you're going to be doing the majority of your training in that low intensity because that's specific to what your goal is. Your goal is to go long and far. So you need to train. Uh, you need to train long and far. But if your goal is going shorter, sharper, and more aggressive, you don't necessarily need to be doing that 80% of low-level training. This is where we go for that non, uh, sorry, no one-size-fits-all approach. You know, Claire's just joined now, who coaches people running. She'll most likely, I hope, agree with this sort of thing. Because when we do the majority of our training in a lower intensity, then great. If that's specific to our goal, awesome, brilliant. We are on the line to specific adaptation to impose demand, the principle of specificity around our training. Now, when we look at heart rate zones, this is where we can start to periodize and uh, compartmentalize how that 80% and that 20% is broken down. Now, again, if you're going for a higher intensity training, if you are training for faster, shorter distances, then the 80-20 rule doesn't necessarily apply. It's a slightly different structure as to what it is that we're trying to do. But for the vast majority of people here who are trying to go long and slow or are trying to build their ability to run further in any sense, whether that's 5K or 105K, this principle will still stick. Now, when we look at the different zones, what we want to do is we want to recognize that we've got five in some schools there are six in others there are five plus there's six plus lots of different things there are four in some schools of thinking for heart rate zones ultimately they are categorized in terms of zones of beats per minute now you're going to have zone one that's your easy recovery light steady away that is a walk a brisk walk that is steady steady heart rate zone two is it's slightly harder to breathe you are running at this point, or you are moving relatively fast if you are walking and building up your aerobic capacity. And the beauty of this is the more you do of this, the easier it becomes, the more efficient you become at zone two. Utilizing that zone two for a longer period of time, becoming more efficient here, means you move faster in that specific heart rate zone. Because as you progress in fitness, you will then be able to progress in terms of your ability to go faster at a lower heart rate which is a categoric marker of fitness. Now, when we look at zone three, zone three in some schools is kind of seen as junk miles. I don't think there's any such thing, in my opinion, I don't think there's any such thing in junk miles. I think there's junk training. When we are doing junk miles in the junk zone, man, then what we're doing is just utilizing a slightly higher heart rate zone. As we go higher up in the heart rate zones, it becomes a little bit harder or rather longer to recover. Now, if you have something like this, a whoop band or an um, aura ring, or maybe you even use on your Garmin or whatever it is to mark your recovery through something called heart rate variability, you are, you are logging and tracking the gap in time between heartbeats. Let's say you, you go 60 beats per minute. That's obviously one beat per second. Well, your heart will not go on the beat one beat every second there'll be fluctuations of milliseconds between each of those heart rates, uh, sorry, heartbeats. 
the shorter the number, wrong, the smaller the number, I've got my words out, the smaller the number, the less recovered or less fit that you are, the higher the number, i.e. the longer the distance, the, the higher the variability between heartbeats, the more recovered and the fitter you are. Now, as we start to look at zone three miles and to an extent zone four miles, we're looking at harder intervals. Maybe it's a slightly lumpy run where we're going out and we've got lots of ups and downs and that's a, that's a merge of different heart rate zones and therefore the average might be a little bit higher. Looking at the average your entire run, if the average is looking at zone three, then you're gonna be looking at a longer demand on recovery. Now, where we get to the point of there being junk miles is when we end up doing chronic work at higher heart rate zones. Now, I'm gonna just jump back a minute, if I may, to the, alt the alternative methodology of training. If you are trying to do, if you are trying to go faster and harder, you don't do the same volume of training at higher intensities. You do a much larger volume of recovery and there'll be strength and there'll be mobility and power and all sorts of things. So it's never such a simple thing that you can really put in one line. But as you are training in the higher heart rate zones, you will need more recovery. So if ever you've been on a run and you thought, yeah, okay, because the thing about zone three is it, it feels all right. Doesn't feel too easy, doesn't feel too hard. A sweet spot, as you might call it. But in that sense, you're kind of ego running. And I mean that with the, with the most love in the, in the world, really, because when we are ego running, we are running to what feels good. And that's cool. We want to feel good when we're running because it can feel insultingly slow to go zone three, at uh, wrong zone two. And we want to go fast because we want to do hard stuff. We want to go do hills and we're going to do some lactic threshold. And I want to feel good because I'm looking at the pace on my watch and I want to do five minute Ks or whatever it is for 20K. But instead, we need to look at what the actual specific outcome is that we need, what it is that we are training for, and how we can then build that up. So when it comes to looking at zone three work, you need to ensure that you are allowing more rest. We need to not do too much work in zone three, four, and five in this sense. Because when we're looking at endurance, clearly we want lots of the ability to go long and slow, specificity here. And then that 20%, we're looking at three, four, and five. In that 20%, in some camps, they'll say, go as hard as you can. In the world, according to Ben, you don't want to be going as hard as you can in that 20%. You want to be utilizing each tool in the toolbox to its optimal ability. If you are going to do in that 20%, maybe a slightly shorter, lumpier run, and you're going to be expressing lots of different heart rate zones, but the average is zone three or even zone four, then that's brilliant doesn't have to all be zone five. There are times where intervals are fantastic, hill intervals or lactic threshold, for example, which is gonna be your zone four. It's about understanding what it is you need to do and ensuring that actually 20% of the distance that you are running and the time that you are running is set in those specific zones. Does that make sense? So when we're looking at these different zones of running, you've got one to five. One, recovery. Five all out the hardest thing you've ever done in your entire life. 100 meter sprint, if that. As fast as humanly possible for you. Zone two, the decent bit where a lot of us in here want to be doing the majority of our training. If we find, to answer Nikki's question, all in the same, same spiel as it were, if you find that you can't, and I quote, I can't run and talk yet, then you don't need to be upping speed. You need to be dropping speed. It's a bit of a setback because you might think, oh my God, I'm going really slowly. 
you need to be. And that's the hardest part of endurance training. It's having the discipline to say, look, I need to build the ability to go long and slow. And for that, I've got to go long and slow. You can't just run out the door and be like, I'm going to train where I want to train because you won't get the specific outcome that you're looking for. So this is where it comes to not ego training. And again, I mean that with love. I'm saying training specifically and intelligently. Now, as you're going through zone two, brilliant, fantastic. You're going to touch into zone three. Zone three, slightly longer intervals. You know, these are looking at your maybe one to 1.5K intervals, longer intervals, because it's damn hard to maintain a very high heart rate for a very long time. Zone four is your lactic threshold. And that is basically lactic threshold, for those who don't know, is running, you know when you get the burn in your legs, that lactic burn, lactic acid burn. What you're doing there is you're running to the point of burn and then maintaining it. So when you get muscle burn, you'll be tempted to stop. You want to just find the spot just below that, just before it gets too much, and then maintaining that for as long as possible. Welcome to lactic threshold. It serves a purpose because it makes your body a damn sight more efficient at dealing with lactate, the waste products of this particular process. It, it gets more efficient at dealing with it instead of having the muscles cramp out and burn out. It's much like if you, you know, when you go for a full on sprint and you go as fast and as hard as you possibly can, and you get to the point where it feels like your legs are made of lead and jelly, that is too much lactic acid, too many negative ions in, the, in your muscles that are forcing it to stop having electrical connections that are stimulating muscle movement. It is simply getting a little bit claggy. Does that make sense? It's a bit like trying to run with shoes full of water. That's similar as to what's going on when you are or wellies rather, wellies full of water, is similar to what's going on when you hit lactic burn. If you can't deal and empty the water out of your wellies, you're gonna start struggling to run because it's gonna get very heavy. If you can't deal with the lactic acid, then it's gonna start getting harder to run, so you need to slow down. And the way you deal with lactic acid is efficiency of oxygen. This is dealing with things like VO2 max and other things that you might see on your watch and you know, read about in the fitness world. Um, that'll probably be a story for another call. Um, I hope I've described those zones in enough detail, but also simple enough that you understand. Um, if you have any questions on these, please do send them in. But I'm going to just jump into the next ones to see if we've got any other questions in. I'm also going to see, I was letting a few people in there, so I want to see who's here. Who have we got? We've got Claire, we've got Laura, we've got Lauren, we've got Sam, we've got Tony, and we've got Zoom user. That's a strange name. Who is Zoom user? Jump in comments, tell me who you are. I'm keen to know. Also, while we are doing that and figuring out who Zoom user is, jump in the comments, give me a feel for how you are getting on. Ah, Sarah, how are we doing? Yes, well done. So cool. We've got, who have we got? Uh, great. Awesome. So we've got Claire, Laura, Lauren, Sam, Tony, and Sarah. Awesome. Welcome, folks. Now then, team, jump into comments. Give me a feel for how we're getting on this week. One, awful week. Five, amazing week. Give me a, my light's gone off. That's bizarre. While I'm fixing my light and figuring out what's going on here, which I don't know, give me a feel for how we're getting on. Give me 30 seconds. I have no idea why my light's just turned on. That's very strange. Hang on a minute. We're getting there. Do you know what? We'll go with that. Is that unbearable? That doesn't look unbearable, does it? Right. So, Let's have a look in these comments. What have we got here? Sorry about that. Bit of technical issues. 
Fives, fours, fours, four, five. Amazing. Right then. Those who are fives, tell me why they are fives. Those who are fours, tell me why you are not fives. So let's see what we uh, let's see what we come up with. Let's see what we think here. Also means I'm not talking to a wall, which is always nice. Tired and hungry. <laughs> Good, tired and hungry. Awesome. Love it. Always the way after a long work. What we got doing well. Still a few days to go before it would be an excellent way. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Cool. Brilliant. What have we got? Nailed all the training so far this week. Already feeling strong. Managed good sleep as ever. Yes. Claire coming in there, the sleep master. Laura, we've got tired and hungry. Sam, we've got nearly there to nailing a uh, nearly there to nailing a week. That's a really hard sentence to say. Zoom user herself, we have got doing good so far, but there's room for room to be better. Awesome, yeah, hundred percent, absolutely. I've seen from the uh, stories that Mr. Tony, the mountain man, has shared. He's been absolutely fantastic. Uh, completing all of my training sessions, good nutrition, sleep. I've signed up for the head as well. Awesome. Yes. Um, so that is two clients in the Adventure Coach, two members who are both doing adventure triathlons in the Outer Hebrides, two individual races as well. Because Sarah Howard, she is doing one, I think it's on the 17th, isn't it? Is it the 17th of September? And Tony, yours is there on the 2nd and 3rd. So yeah, amazing. That's awesome. So there's going to be lots of things going on which is really, really good. Goals for this year look absolutely phenomenal. We are really, really pushing forward. Um, I'm loving seeing all the feedback. Uh, Sarah, aka Zoom user, absolutely smashing a 5K PB. You know, and it's amazing to see how the smallest changes can make the biggest results. You know, we've got Laura embracing strong food, you know, the sort of food that somebody that Laura is trying to become would eat. Amazing. Tony, the ownership of then doing that triathlon, getting the name on it, doing the work, feeling the benefits, feeling stronger. Sam, taking control, understanding where it is that we need to build, systematically approaching those and doing those 1%, putting the two Ps in the machine, doing the things necessary. Claire, crushing strength training, getting things done, working off training, but being mindful of recovery. For a lot of people in here, you're going to be looking at your next block of training. And that's going to be coming next week if you are, because this is going to be four to five-ish weeks into your training. So we're going to be looking at your new training plan. And that is going to be upping the ramp even more. And in addition to that, this year, for those who don't know, I've kind of been saying it to a lot of relatively new people in the Adventure Coach. Um, I'm going to try and get involved with some of the things you guys have got going on as well. So um, whether I make it up to the Outer Hebrides twice in September, I don't think I'll be able to do that. But I want to be there to be on the finish line of certain races of doing things. Sarah, I'm going to be there for the uh, Rexham half for the Village Bakery Half Marathon on 12th of, uh, 12th of February. So I want to see you crossing the line strong as ever. This is going to be absolutely phenomenal because I want to be there. I want to celebrate your success. I want to see what you guys are up to because it's absolutely phenomenal to see. And this is the beauty of the community that we have here. We've got people all living and thriving together and thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly kicking the pants out of January 2023. 
you know, this isn't new year, new me. This isn't new diet, new training program, whatever. This is taking full control and ownership as to what the hell we actually want to do and who we want to be and then systematically approaching that in a sustainable manner that we can maintain. And that is what is super important, folks. That is what's super important. There's a lot to celebrate this week. And actually, when I was looking through the questions from the feedback forms, there really wasn't a lot of questions, which was phenomenal, really, because everybody's been getting after it. Everybody's been doing what they need to do. Everybody's been doing what they said they were going to do. Everybody's been on a journey of discovery and finding the gains and finding the progress. And this is amazing. Don't get me wrong. It will not always be like this. There will, there will be times of struggle. There will be times where things get tough. There will be times where there's going to be a little negativity. And you know what? We work through it. But the beauty is we're having some extreme progress, which is absolutely phenomenal. It's so inspiring to see. And the beauty of that is I'm then getting messages of people, other people in the adventure groups to say, man, this is it's inspiring to be part of this group because I've seen X, Y, and Z doing A, a B, and C. I've seen this person doing this, and that's just inspired me to go and do this. When we have this community, this is amazing, which is why I'm, I'm jumping on you a little bit more to just share what you're doing, because you know what? It's not necessarily for your benefit to do that. It's certainly not for my benefit to do that, because I know what you're doing. I'm seeing all your stories. I'm seeing the posts. This is amazing. I'm seeing your progress. I'm reading the feedback. But this is for everyone else. The adventure coach is growing. We've got more people added in this week. I'm going to be putting a... Um, I'm going to be putting a welcome post in for these people later on tomorrow before I head up to Glasgow and to bring new people into this group because it's phenomenal. And they're coming in at the point where everybody is absolutely crushing it is awesome because this is what the adventure coach is all about. It's getting people together who have a sense of adventure and bringing out that absolute best and celebrating it every single step of the way because we've all got really, really damn cool things coming up. Now, what I want to introduce you to really just to round off this call, I actually have no idea what time it is because my computer's just stopped working and therefore my lights turned off. But what I want to do to round this particular call off before we go into a little bit more housekeeping, which I've just remembered, is we have to keep remembering to question ourselves every single step of the way. And why, by that, I mean questioning ourselves by saying, is what I'm about to do, what I'm about to eat, drink, whatever that activity is, is what I'm about to do congruent to the person I'm trying to become? Because this is the difference. I was having a conversation with a wonderful woman earlier today who was basically trying to find the solution to why she didn't feel like she fitted in with people around her. And the common denominator was... She was trying to find the answer in everyone else or fix everybody else without actually doing any work to address herself first and foremost. Now, the negative thing here is if we don't bother sorting ourselves out first, if we're not congruent to the person we're trying to become, then guess what? We can't help anybody else. And we can't, we can't show up as our best selves. We can't bring our best selves. We can't bring our real selves to these situations that we find ourselves in, our social circles, our families and things like that. But when we question ourselves and the things that we're trying to do on a journey of being mindful of what it is that we're trying to achieve, you know, we're mindful that we're trying to do something here. We've invested in being here. We're trying to do something. 
We're mindful of that. We then turn around and question ourselves and say, look, is what I'm about to do congruent to the person I'm trying to become? Now I'm talking to a lot of fours and fives here in this group, which is amazing. But even when you are fours and fives, don't get complacent, keep it going. A four or five day is brilliant, but a four or five week is better. A four or five month is amazing. A four or five quarter year on average, that's even better. And that's where we go through these days and go, do you know what? It was a good day. I learned this and I'm going to continue this tomorrow. Amazing. Tomorrow, you get there. Another good day. I learned this. I'm continuing this. Because every time we get to the top of whatever mountain it is we're trying to try climb, guess what? There's always another one. It's always a false summit. There's always more. There's always more. Whether that's more in your tank or whether that is more in what it is that you're trying to achieve. Me too. What have we got going on? Chat. Curious what the prizes are. Mate, I'm on a roll here, on a ramble. And you want prizes? Prizes are coming. That's why I've got all your addresses. Stay patient. Stay patient. It's not the end of January yet. It's the 31st. Still got time. Give me time. Mark's finishing off his challenge this evening. We're not rushing into it. Prizes are coming. Prizes are coming. And the reason for that is I want you to have an incentive to do stuff. You're doing it wrong. These aren't going to be winning lottery tickets. These are just going to be little things, little tokens to say, look, I did that thing. I said, I did what I said I was going to do. You committed to doing the challenge and you pushed yourself. And that's epic. And I want to celebrate that. And that's what this is all about. And that's why I have your addresses. So have patience, my friend. Have patience, have patience. Now then, team, any questions? Have we got anything that I can help you with progressing forward? Clearly, I've asked you all this in your WhatsApp support, but give it to me raw here. Don't make me think like I'm talking to a wall. What do you need to go forward? Because if you don't ask me questions, I'm going to ask you questions. And I'm going to start off, actually, while you're thinking about and writing questions down, and I'm going to fill this void with the sound of my own voice. I'm sorry. And I'm going to ask you, so far this week, what can you do to be better? I want you to mull on this answer. What can you do to be better? Don't, don't say nothing, because there's always something. Don't say just train harder, because you can always train harder. Be specific. What can you do to be better this week so far? We're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're never finished, in the words of Tony's hero, Mr. Goggins. You know, Sarah is currently on, uh, or Zoom user, is currently on a challenge to eat 35 different plants this week. A very simple way of starting eating more variety in the world and in her daily diet. Have we hit 35? Let's do more. Keep going. The week's not over yet. Tony, nailed the strength session. Great. Keep going. What can you do to be better? How many push-ups are we at, at the moment? Claire, nailed it. What can we do to be better? How can recovery be improved? How can we get into the green? Sam, starting the routine. What can we do to be better? What can we track? What can we manage? What can we prepare? How can we be better this week? And I want you to think about this, even when you are right at the top of the mountain, because this is the part where it is hard to then critique ourselves. Because I'm not here to tear down your mountain at all or bring you off it. You're on it. I'm here to challenge you to say, look, don't get complacent. Think about where we're at at the moment. What can we do to be better? Because the journey never ends. 
this is why people get to running a marathon and then never do anything ever again. They think they're finished. We're not, in the words of Goggins, we're not finished. There can always be more to do some stuff. There's always more. Don't just do what you enjoy doing. If you enjoy running, do something else. Challenge yourself. Be uncomfortable. Strength and conditioning for Charlie, 100%. You don't enjoy it. Do it. It's 30 minutes of your life. It's 30 minutes of your life. I do not enjoy a cold shower, but I had one this morning. Do it. Be uncomfortable. If you've got to say no to the biscuit tin at work, easy. Easy. My issue is consistency. Don't well know. I don't know why my phone keeps turning. Sorry, if my screen keeps turning, I apologize. But the chat window seems to be twisting all the time. Be more mindful of good choices and being the person I want to be. Saying no to the biscuit at work. Yeah, 100%. How can we keep you accountable to that? If you find yourself saying yes to a biscuit, send me a picture of it. Keep yourself accountable. Ask yourself the question. Do the thing. I need to be more consistent and start the week strong instead of cramming from midweek onwards. Yeah, 100%. And how do we change that? We start the week on Sunday. That's why I give you your weekly feedback form on a Friday so that you've got the weekend to fill it in. You've got your weekly review because you might fill in your weekly, uh, sorry, your weekly planner, sorry. It's because you might fill that in on a Saturday afternoon when you've got spare time instead of saying, uh, doing it on a Sunday. Set your week up for success, folks. We can be right at the top, but there's always more we can do. You know? There's always more we can do. And I think I had this conversation with Charlie and he won't mind me sharing this, I'm sure. You know, if we're looking at biscuits, give them a job. I want to use this example, Charlie. I hope you don't mind, uh, my friend. You, you, Char Charlie has um, snacks and things in the house that his daughter takes for school. Give them a job. They are daughter's snacks, lunch snacks, not for us to touch. If it's the biscuit tin at work, that's the work, work business tin, uh, business tin, biscuit tin. It's not our business. It's not for you. Why? It's not helping you push forward. It's not what the best version of you would do or eat or do. Yeah? Write no biscuits on your hand in marker pen. Just write it in your mind. Tell yourself. Forge the mental resilience in your own brain that you are not going to do that. Set an alarm for 4 p.m. on a Sunday. That's the time you plan your week ahead. I'm going to do an hour of prep or whatever it is, or even on Saturday, so that you can do the shopping and do what it is you need to do, so that we're not cramming from midweek. We are succeeding from Monday, because Monday, Tuesday, and half of Wednesday is still part of the week. What else have we got? My issue is consistent. Oh, whoops, missed that one. My issue is consistency. Done well in all aspects so far this week. However, I need to carry that through it's really hard reading sideways i need to carry that through for the rest of the week yeah 100 percent consistency done well we've smashed it so far in the week but it's tuesday it's wednesday tomorrow let's continue that what has gone well monday tuesday what can we continue to do tomorrow so that we don't go off the rails when you get to tomorrow what have we done well monday tuesday wednesday let's work into thursday monday tuesday wednesday thursday work into friday the working week Beast the weekend. 
And if you need to write it down and put it on your fridge or your door or your wardrobe or your mirror or whatever it is to, to remind you of the things that you need to do, then that's what we need to do. What else have we got? Just make sure I've not missed anything. Um, I'm never getting back. Oh, strength and conditioning. 30 minutes that you're never getting back. Don't think of strength and conditioning time as time you're never getting back. You're not cutting your wrists. You're not boiling yourself in acid. You're not necessarily doing something overly unpleasant. You're just pushing your comfort zone. Once upon a time, your comfort zone was the sofa. And now it's the middle of a flipping Ford. It's not time you're never getting back. Everything is time you're never getting back. The most in-depth, visceral memory of family time is time you are never getting back. We don't get time back. We use our time to make ourselves better and enjoy life. And the enjoyment part can't be put into context if we don't have the character part. Tony isn't going to be loving flowing trails through the mountains if he doesn't get out there in the wind and the rain and the 80 mile an hour that you had the other day. Rough with the smooth team. It can't always be roses and rainbows. You take the rough with the smooth. If you're dieting and you're trying to lose weight and you're hungry, suck it up. If you have to do the training and you don't want to, suck it up and get it done. Because it's 30 minutes, team. It's 30 minutes. If you have to set an alarm, and I'm off on a rant here. I've had a peppermint tea. If you have to set an alarm to prep your week ahead, get it done. If you have to forge a bit of discipline in your life and have a cold shower because it's going to wake you up and it's going to get you going, suck it up and get it done. It's two minutes. You can do anything for two minutes. What else have we got? Got a slightly scary training session Saturday, so nailing the things in advance so that I can do, so I can do the stuff to give me the armor. Yeah, 100%. What's your training session? Tell me about the training session. 100%. You know, if that's something that's going to be, that's going to be difficult, brilliant. You're going to get it done. In the words of Claire, it's time to grunt up and get it done. Awesome. There are times we just don't want to do it. And you know what? We've got to get it done. And this is as much talking to me as it is talking to you. For times you don't want to do it. And we have to do it. Because the times that you don't want to do it and you don't follow through, you break that discipline, you break that cycle. And guess what? If you're ticking off all the crosses on the calendar for all the completed days, you've then got a blank. And there's nothing more rubbish than a blank. There's nothing more of a letdown than a blank on that calendar when you know you can go and do the thing. Uh, new recipes. I'm not entirely sure what that is. I can't see the picture, sorry. Uh, question, how to maintain energy throughout the week? Find I'm knackered by Thursday, Friday. Loaded question. First and foremost, why are you knackered? Are we knackered because of work? Are we knackered because of not enough rest? Are we knackered because we're staying on the phone too late at night? I know exactly who I'm talking to in this sense. Are we knackered because we're not necessarily dialing in a nighttime routine? Are we knackered because we've got inconsistent bedtimes, inconsistent wake times, inconsistent exercise times? Are we knackered because we're dehydrated? You will not, it's very unlikely, tough love time, that you are knackered because you are not eating enough, even in a calorie deficit. But it is highly likely that you are knackered because you are not managing yet how to 
deal with stress load and workload throughout the week. If you're getting absolutely pounded at work, then no wonder you're knackered by Thursday, Friday, and you're gagging for a weekend. If that is the case, manage it. Manage it by having some time to recover. Easier sessions, maybe on a Thursday, Friday. Go hard Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday, Friday, easier sessions. Saturday, get out there and do the long sessions. Sunday, rest. That's why I don't give you set days to do your workouts so that you can fit them around your rotors and around your time. Already planning, already planning being too late for a meeting tomorrow, so I miss the McDonald's breakfast. Yeah, 100%. Why are people in your meeting having McDonald's breakfasts? These are people that are not invested in your health. These are people that don't care about your progress, don't care about the journey that you're going through. Sometimes you need to just tell them, I'm not eating that shit. I'm going to bring my own. I've eaten. I'm not eating. Whatever. And then you can look at that and you can see them all eating their McDonald's breakfast. You know what? I'm, I'm not that. You know? You've got to love the process, 100%. I have rotated. I'm so sorry that I've rotated. For some reason, I can't open the chat. There we go. It should be back in. Yes, I just noticed the last one. Of course, oh my goodness me, is that the date of the um, pilgrims already, Claire? Um, Claire taking on the uh, uh, X Energy Pilgrims Way Challenge. Pilgrims Challenge, rather. 50K, Saturday. Smashed it. I thought I definitely thought that was next weekend, but it's this weekend. Awesome, amazing. You know, this is a huge training session. And you're gonna get it, and you're gonna get it done. You're gonna taper in well, dial in your nutrition ready, like we've always practiced and we've done it. Fantastic. You're gonna do the race, and then on Sunday, after action review, I wanna know what went well, I wanna know what didn't went well, I wanna know what worked, what didn't work, the lessons that we've learned, and then we move on. Because we get to the top of the mountain, and guess what, folks, there's always another one. Right, let me see if I've hit any more. I'm sorry if I went sideways. Um, I'm not entirely sure why that started doing that. When I, usually when I open chat, it just opens a separate box. I apologize, I think Zoom must have updated. Um, but there we go, there was a Ben Turner rant for you. There was 13 minutes of pure rant. Um, oh yes, Charlie's done pilgrims, yes, awesome. Amazing, Charlie, what a legend. Um, yes, sorry about this sideways. Uh, and the rant was fueled by peppermint tea. Just met a potential new member of the adventure coach in Starbucks, and I didn't realize how big a large Starbucks cup was. So that was an awful lot of peppermint tea. So I am firing on all cylinders now. But there we go, team. That's what happens. Now, listen, I want you to take real positive vibes from this. You're all doing phenomenally well but we need to concentrate when it's going well on things that we can work on. Because if we don't, complacency can settle. And then when we have that time where it's like, oh, maybe I'm not doing as well, then guess what? It's really easy to be critical. We need to make sure that when we are winning, we are doing the right thing. You know, If you're struggling with energy, we need to look at the metrics. What, what's going on? What are the ones and zeros? Sleep, timings. Phone time, screen time, work time, switching off. Have you got some time to just clear your mind before bed? 
waking up on time, getting out there, doing the thing. All of these things count. Right, team. I think that'll do me. Right. Uh, right. Give me a feel. Give me uh, jump into chat and give me a feel for how you felt that was. That was. What is your biggest takeaway? I want everybody, unless you're driving, Lauren, to jump on and say, look, biggest takeaway from today's chat. And no, the prizes for the January challenge cannot be the biggest takeaway. So jump on into chat. Make sure I'm not talking or yelling at a wall. And then we'll end it after that. I want to know what people are saying. Come at me. I know there's not too much of a delay between me talking because I can hear Laura listening to me in the other room. Come on, team, give me something. I'm not talking to myself here. How's the thing about heart rate zone? Sam, yes, 100%. For you, my friend, the focus is going to be making things as easy as possible. Listen to the podcast to get all the good info. Yeah, 100%. Go on, team, hit me what we got. Stay strong around people who... Ah, oh, damn it, I can't see the bloody chat. Stay strong around people who might not share your vision for improvement. Yeah, because guess what? Not everybody wants to improve, and that's okay, but you do. It's okay that people don't want to improve. It's not their time. You can't force them. You certainly can't tell them. But you can square yourself away. Self-control and self-discipline is at the core of everything. Right, who else have we got? Come on, give me give me some more takeaways from today. Have your focus and stay true to it. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely right. Give me some more. There's more than four people in here. Come on, team. I'm not talking to myself. Keep your eyes on the goals. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. Optics, people. Optics. When we're on top of the mountain, look for the next one. What else can we do to improve? You're on a journey of improvement. And I'm here to push the absolute most out of you I possibly can. And for that, we've got to challenge stuff all the time. I'm not going to say I've got an answer for everything because I don't. And I'm not going to say I've got a challenge for everything because I don't necessarily. And I, I will absolutely be there celebrating with you for these massive wins because it's phenomenally cool. But we need to make sure that we can look at things and go, right, What's next? What can I work on? Some people being happy is actually going to be something to work on. What have we got there? Sarah, Zoom user. Keep reminding myself of how far I've already come and stay motivated for what is next. Absolutely. I mean, Sarah Staples, there's going to be some phenomenal stuff coming your way. I can't wait to see what the next three months looks like. Phenomenal. This is the start we've got to expect. Phenomenal. Amazing. Right, team. Bit of admin from me. Final points, two minutes tops because it's dinner time. What I want to do now is just say, look, you're going to have a monthly review form coming in on Friday. Please take your time to fill that in. This is going to be where we're going to look at the overall month in the past already. And I want to look at that because I've got a massive, great big spreadsheet of everybody here. And I'm logging all of your progress because I want to see it. I want to see how you think the month's gone because then we're going to touch base next week with everybody 
And I want to jump in and see where you think you are and where I think you are. And then look at that progress for the next 30 days. In addition, Thursday, there will be no call on Thursday. Unfortunately, I'm driving up to Glasgow, so I'm not going to go live on the motorway because I don't want to crash. Uh, however, there'll be a few things that I'm going to be putting into the group and I'll be going live. Uh, whether you're there or not doesn't really matter, but you'll obviously be able to catch up. I'll go live onto the Facebook group on the Friday morning because um, there's a few things that I want to uh, talk through, a few things that I want to uh, dive into. Of course, that will be recorded. That will be in the Facebook group and I'll tag you all in it so you can see it and that'll be cool. Um, and we'll be looking at new training programs for those who need them, uh, for those who it is the time, the right time for them. They will be coming in next week and then we'll be discussing through those. After that, there'll be a chance if you need to book into one-to-ones or the rest of it, we're good to go. Some new people in the Adventure Coach, so I want to be welcoming those in. I'm going to put a welcome post together tomorrow uh, at time of recording. That will be Wednesday, the 1st of February, to then kick off February absolutely with the best foot forward. So here we go, team. I appreciate you all. Thank you all very much for your attention to my rantings fueled by peppermint tea. And I'll catch you all in the next one. Peace, folks.